0: And the guy's like, so, wow, that's quite a bit of money, Chris. What are you going to do with it? And he goes, I'm going to buy an X-ray machine for a local children's hospital. And I just had this crazy moment where I was like, imagine a hospital without an X-ray machine. (laughs) Like, that's just a place with slightly spaced out beds, right? (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong. When Noah was a kid, X-ray machines were just like dipping people in uranium and waiting until they were see-through. But... (laughs) It's still (laughs) a weird thought.
1: (laughs) (laughs) God-awful movies. Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema because they never run out of terrible. I'm your host, Noah Lusions, and sitting to my immediate left is my good friend Heath Enright. Heath, welcome back. Thanks, Noah.
0: You know who definitely did not get murdered by Christopher Walken on a boat?
1: Natalie Wood. That'll make sense in a minute, or, or maybe it won't, or maybe it'll make sense in like uh, an hour and a half. Yeah, I hired a lawyer eventually like six years ago to deal with that. Yeah, right. <laughs> and sitting 81 miles to my right is my bad friend, Eli Bosnick. Eli, how are you this fine afternoon, sir? Mm, Christmas spectacular. Yeah, yeah, even though this will come out the day after Christmas. So I had to watch a fucking Christmas Eve movie, even though we could have got away with a New Year's movie or something. Anyway, yeah, so tell us, Heath. What Christmas movie will we be breaking down today?
0: We watched Miracle on 34th Street. It's the story of what happens when the court system rules that paranoid delusions are legal reality. It's Rifra the movie.
1: <laughs> they tried to warn us, damn it. And Eli, how bad
0: was this movie? Well, If you love your schizophrenic uncle and you wish everyone would get off his case about saying he's Jesus, then you (laughs) will love this movie.
1: Yeah. Okay. So now I have to admit, I have actually never seen this movie before. And when Eli suggested it, I was a little nervous because mostly I'm aware of it from all the best of all time type lists that it shows up on. So Eli, why did you select Miracle on 34th Street as a god awful movie? So here's the thing. I watched this when I was much, much younger, and then I watched it
0: again recently, and I always use this as an example of, like, the we would never do Miracle on 34th Street because it's a heartwarming tale about an old man who likes to play Santa and the mm. grumpy people trying to bring him down. No, no, no. <laughs> it is about a series of adults legally agreeing that a schizophrenic <laughs> is Santa Claus. <laughs>
1: It really is. It's way more insidious than I thought it was gonna be with that kind of shit. I thought we were gonna clearly establish yeah, well, we'll get into all of that. Uh, but first, is there anything you guys want to nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at? Yeah, I'm gonna say best worst
0: New York accents. Oh my except god. Maybe my walk-in just now, but other than that, <laughs> worst New York Like everyone sounds like they're describing their plan for a bank robbery at all times. <laughs> See? I don't know, I don't
1: know. <laughs> So, all right, I don't want to be a contrarian to all the stuff that Eli just said, but I'm going to give this the best worst movie selection. Now, this all in, in, internally, this all falls on Eli's shoulders. It's his job to pick out the movies and he comes up with th- some you know themes and stuff like that. So I don't want to heap too much shit on him right before Christmas, but... This is a delightful little film. I'm going to make fun of it for an hour because that's my fucking job. But I want you to know that I'm going to die a little inside during this episode because of it. This is a charming little movie.
0: Okay, the the touching of other people's children <laughs> alone <laughs> yeah, right. excludes this movie from Delightful. It excludes it from Delightful. <laughs> the amount of time full-grown adults spend with children that are not theirs automatically kicks this off any kind of heartwarming metric we could ask for. <laughs> uh, and so on that note, best, worst touching of other people's kids, there is
1: a lot of touching of other <laughs> people's really kids. There really is. They are, yeah, they you you can kind of see how the priests were getting away with it so easy back then. They're like, "Fuck!" They're basically just asking us to. <laughs> all right. Well, it, well, that sounds bad. That sounds bad. Anyway, so nobody clipped that. Anyway, anytime we have a movie that heavily features a seven year old girl, I have to comb over Eli's notes pretty thoroughly. So we're gonna pause for a quick break, and when we come back, we'll dive into all the triggers for Ebenezer Bosnick that are Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Well, now, Chris, you've been given. Quite
0: a bit of money. What are you going to do with it? I'm going to give it to my friend who's a doctor. He needs a new bed for his hospital, you see. Ah, yes, that doctor friend of yours at the children's hospital, right? Indeed, indeed. Would you like to meet him? Ah, uh, yeah. Is he here? Yes, he is. Say hello, doctor. Meow. That's a, that's a cat. Are you talking about the cat? Oh, 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 no, my friend. This is the foremost surgeon in the land, Dr. Vesuvius Pepper. Uh, right. Uh, you're a crazy person. I forgot. Uh, what'd you do with the x-ray machine? Seriously. Oh, Dr. Pepper and I are looking for where Jesus hid messages in my
1: bones. Uh, okay. Meow.
0: That's right, Dr.
1: Pepper. They did. Meow. Meow. <laughs> And we're back for the breakdown, and we're going to start this off by remembering how cheap-looking movie logos used to be, specifically the one for 20th Century Fox. (laughs) A paper cutout with two
0: other papers, like, being moved in front of it. Right.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I looked at it, I'm like, oh, I remember that century. Uh, Back when (laughs) credits came before the movie.
0: Yeah, well, Jesus. We should acknowledge that like this movie starts with like, all right, now relax. There's going to be moving pictures, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't you worry. They're not
1: coming for you. I promise it's not the devil. <laughs> yeah, there's quite a bit of that. So we're, we're dropping in behind a, a gentleman walking on the New York streets and we're going to watch him walk for an absurdly long time. Yeah, uh, and uh, apparently there's a symphony orchestra marching right
0: behind the old man just out of frame. It's very, yeah.
1: very distracting. And then they went away when he started talking. So. Well, right, yeah, obviously, or just quieted down, and we're still there. It'd be great if they just band over. To the like, oh, like, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh, like, you go. You go. You go you, 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 trying to keep you're trying time. to talk through
0: the window to this guy.
1: <laughs> so okay, yeah. And speaking of uh, talking through the window, he he happens by a window display where. It appeared to me a guy was jerking off the tiny little reindeer in the display, but um, apparently he was just setting them up. Uh, Now, we learn at this moment that, oh, goodness, this is Santa, and these reindeer have been displayed incorrectly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I wanted so badly for him to look up from his reindeer arranging, and Santa's just slowly jacking it. Don't stop. (laughs) Don't stop. (laughs) I need this once a year. Well, here's what you do. If the store guy pretends to be a mirror image for a few seconds, that crazy guy goes away. Oh, there, especially there you if go. he's jerking off. Because that's <laughs> holy
1: shit. What's that? Speaking from experience,
0: I've been on both sides of that glass before. <laughs> goes away, goes away, so, or you go know. away. But instead, he goes. Well, I'm sorry, my man. You're making a rather serious mistake, and I wanted him so badly to be like, "Where are the dicks? They need giant swinging dicks, my boy." <laughs> Reindeer, you know. <laughs> Yeah, he's giving a lecture to the guy about the details of the reindeer as if he's literally Santa Claus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a man dressed as a stork bursting in on a woman giving birth and harassing the doctor. Like you doing it wrong, man, he's just trying to eat the baby and like take it in his mouth. No, man,
1: what you can go you have to go away. Right. And then him winning uh, we'll get there. We'll get yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> But before we do, we've got it. We're going to go over to the Macy's parade. So we've established that this old man is very into reindeer and needs it to um, to ejaculate or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we're going to head back over to Macy's. And my note on this scene is simply: Ah, back when they couldn't think of a better way to establish the next shot than to do a close up of a newspaper with the name of the next scene on it. <laughs> <laughs> that seems so fucking lazy by modern standards. They just open a newspaper and it says macy's parade for thanksgiving coming next scene
0: razors next scene go yeah right (laughs) and man how shitty were parades when Noah was a kid just (laughs) balloons were somehow worse how did balloons yeah right
1: 1940s balloons terrible you never heard about that, right? Between 1947 and now No one's really st- said, you know, like Help, the balloon technology has come a long way Guys, but it has
0: Another question for you, Noah Um, Why did everyone dress like a detective With a dark secret in their past In 1947? Ooh, exactly. what was happening Two, votes. There? Two votes for that And again, this parade has nothing There are no floats, it's just people standing There's like a car in the center of the road And everyone's like, that's one of those new automobiles so That's <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. And this is this is going to be actual. There's a huge part of this. It's the parade. This is actual footage of the Macy's parade from 1946. Um, So like those huge crowds that you see, those are actually people coming out to see that lame ass fucking parade. Uh, But before we actually get to the parade proper, uh, we get some backstage stuff. We meet Doris here. She's going to be our main character. We also see Santa. Come across the, the the Santa that was correcting the reindeer, come across the guy who's dressing as Santa from the parade, and wouldn't you know it, fake float Santa is hitting the bottle. Uh also in the background,
0: uh the Holocaust was going on while this movie was being filmed. So just like <laughs> well, compare and contrast <laughs> it was allegedly slightly,
1: it was over. It was Yeah, no. Was but, it but, not over by then? It was yeah. not over. Forty seven. Forty six is day. when they were filming it. So. Okay. Um, yeah. So, but this, but this guy, this old guy, st- <laughs> moving off I'm of sorry, the Holocaust did you, did portion of Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Holocaust.
0: I'm just saying, like, let's get the years right. Otherwise, it takes away from the credibility of the whole thing you're trying to claim is happening. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You just want to test straight. the bricks
1: again. I just want to test the bricks again. You know, as soon as I found out we were doing Miracle on 34th Street, I had a countdown in my head. How long before this cut turns into Holocaust jokes, right? I'm run
0: for president in France
1: next time. <laughs> so- Anyway, so um, he gives this guy some advice that the 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 whatever crazy guy, real Santa, gives fake Santa some advice on how to crack his whip. It's bad advice, by the way. I've cracked a whip. It is not at all like throwing a ball. This guy has no fucking idea how to crack Why would a whip. It be like throwing a ball, right? That no, you hold on to it first of all. But it's the back. <laughs> it's when you pull back. There's no back pulling and throwing a ball. Anyway, yeah. I wanted so, him so badly to be like it's like
0: throwing a ball, and he just throws, throws slams the whip to the, to the, the ground. <laughs> I'm a fucking crazy person. That's what this movie's about. I don't know how to crack a whip because I'm a crazy person
1: and that's a real skill. Well, and and just to endear himself to everybody that has ever worked in retail, when he realizes that this isn't a very good Santa, his response is, let me speak to the manager. Yeah, right. What a dick. So he he runs around. He's looking for the uh, the person who runs the whole show. And I only point I only mention that scene because he comes by and he asks this toy soldier chick where where the boss is. And her only that that's the only thing that she does in the movie is is direct him. But she's crazy fucking hot. And the whole time I'm like, she's 92. Like this is a 92 <laughs> year old lady whose picture I'm looking at. Going, man, she's crazy fucking hot. Anyway, so he happens across Doris, who is the boss, the one who's putting the parade together. And he says, Hey, your Santa's drunk. Um, I'm going to hit him with a stick if you don't mind. <laughs> yep. He kind threatens a point. lot of violence in this film. <laughs> yes, he does. does. Yes, he does. <laughs> but this is all to set up that, you know, oh no, James Hetfield hurt his hand. If only someone in the audience knew the solo for Enter Sandman. Uh, kind of moment, um, and, and so and she's like, "Well, you, sir, you have a long gray beard. Would you like to be Santa?" And he's like, "Oh, I don't. I think, but the children would. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> damn it!" But he, but he has this whole like, "I swore I'd never be Santa again." Kind of a it was- pull me back in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wanted a flashback
0: to him giving an L CPR on like in the desert somewhere. <laughs> Come on, Sprinkles, (laughs) you son of a bitch. The big bird's coming, Sprinkles.
1: The big bird's coming.
0: (laughs) My notes are full of Santa
1: flashbacks. I don't want to... Spoiler
0: alert. They just get blown up, napalm everywhere.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, okay, so then they... they, He agrees to be Santa. They strip drunk Santa in the street. I, I love the idea that some kid is watching that happen. Um, and so now he's, he's all sanded up and he, they can start the parade. And I think all of us have about 35 notes here about how shitty this parade is. <laughs> it's so terrible.
0: Everybody's like, look at that paper mache. Buy shares of United paper. What is that? <laughs> we are crushing
1: it. In that accent too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm I'm Rub a like, bank, see? <laughs> I wrote my notes. I'm like, why did parades survive into the modern day if they started this shitty? Right. <laughs> Why would we keep doing it anyway? Okay, so then Doris is 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 she's done. Her job is done. The parade's underway, so she's about to leave. But the boss drives up in his let's say car. <laughs> well, <laughs> in the sidecar of a moped. I don't. Uh, Just like mid sentence,
0: he's already talking, and he flies up in this ridiculous little like Lego thing. <laughs> he's got a chauffeur, but he can't afford a fucking entire car with doors I and a know. roof. I don't know what's happening. And uh, what's her name, Doris? Yeah. She's just like, all right, uh, two things. One, please step out of that ridiculous vehicle to talk to me. Two, were like five feet away. Why drive up to me? Like, just start talking from where you were, clearly. Come on.
1: Yeah, I also love the, um, there's a there's a comedy beat here where, like, because um, she took the bottle of liquor from the drunken Santa, and he sees her with that bottle, and there's, like, this whole, like, uh, what kind of proper lady would possess alcohol in the day, you know, kind of <laughs> yeah. a moment.
0: <laughs> then he's like, hey, baby in a stroller. Let me get like, a cigar from you. Yeah, perfect. right. Thanks. <laughs> right. Don't drink. Oh, my I'm God. There saying- was so much smoking in this fucking movie. <laughs> Indeed. And, hey, look, just no wonder we all
1: had a world war because dying was so much better than these parades. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. All right. So Parade Lady goes home. She doesn't want to see the damn parade. She's already worked on it uh, plenty. And this is where we learn... Apropos of nothing, and it will never return. That she has a house, Negro. She does. Oh, she's got a pet, black.
0: Very, very <laughs> literally. It's very upsetting. She's like, Hello, I- black woman. Thank you for preparing that. How funny. Your legs
1: are shackled just like that turkey that you're making <laughs> for me on Time right now. It's the weirdest fucking thing. She comes into her apartment. She's like, Oh, Susan, Susan. She opens the door, and there's this black lady just slaving away and shit. And she's like, Oh, hi, person. We'll never see in this film again. You're a yep. servant. Yep. I will only be here to get yelled at twice and then vanish. Yeah, exactly.
0: So she says, um, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm only allowed in Manhattan during the lighted hours. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's fucked up. But Susan informs her that her daughter, which is
1: who she's looking for, she's not looking for Susan, informs her that her daughter is hanging out with a stranger. Yeah. Now, oh. the, uh, just so as not to confuse people, that the, the the woman that she's talking to never gets a name. Susan is is her daughter, Susan's but yeah. Susan's the daughter, and Okay. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah, she's like, Where's my daughter? She's like, Oh, you know, there's that man downstairs that's very fond of your daughter. I left her with him. <laughs> Is that what happened? A lot yep. of
0: that in this very, fucking movie. Very weird. So this okay. child will be left with like ninety-eight percent strangers.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah, all of them middle aged or older men. Um so yeah, so now we cut down there where the daughter and Humbert Humbert are fucking watching the parade <laughs> out his window. And we get this. We're gonna go back to this well about four hundred times. But we get that this is Mr. Gailey as the name of the character, and he's trying to convince the little girl that there used to be giants that roamed the world. And she's like, "No, I'm not buying your biblical bullshit." <laughs> yeah, and this is this is played by Natalie Wood. She is the great. She's the most adorable
0: skeptic ever throughout right? this movie. I fucking love her, honestly. Instead of like David Silverman being all, we need little kids like this doing the speeches at reason Rally. We, <laughs> right, atheist dude start talking. Even atheists, they're like, okay, nerd, boo, boring, <laughs> boring. Cute little girl, people be like, all right, I don't know, this riffer thing does sound stupid. <laughs> it's a good point, little girl. Right. Also, we just point out that Natalie Wood's character will will go back and forth between skeptic and. Badly disguised alien, right? Because she'd be like, well, I don't believe in giants. Those are pretend stories. What's an imagination? You're like, oh, okay, one of those is an English
1: word and you're fluent in the language. (laughs) The other... Yeah, well, and this movie tries to... The the whole point of this film is to draw a line, a direct line between rationality and cynicism, right? You can't Mm -hmm. be rational and not be a cynic is sort of the message of this film. Um, I also want to point out, OK, so the mom shows up, you know, and he's like she's like, hi, I'm Susan's mother. And, and Mr. Galey is like, hi, I'm so stranger smoking a pipe in front of a closed window with her because it's the 40s and we just don't give a fuck. She survived <laughs> the lead paint, didn't she? <laughs> um, But but I want to point out that at, at this point, we learn that uh, Susan's mother, Doris, is a divorcee. And that. Is very unusual for a movie in the forties that if they needed to write out the husband character or the father character rather, they would make him dead. They'd make her a widow in almost every instance. You look at look at uh, even the Brady Bunch, right? No, no, no divorces in that show. Um, but uh, that, like I said, was hugely progressive for the time. So much so that this movie actually was given a a, a lower rating because of that from the Legion of Decency. Well, Legion of Decency. That's a ridiculous
0: that's a, thing to exist. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, right. at the Legion of Decency. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna bring this up again, and I don't want to get yelled at. We can see Superman's dick through <laughs> his <stuff. laughs> It's weird. All right. I don't That's the new business, that's the old okay. business. It's very clear. He's circumcised. Right. I don't know how that happened. They did it before they put him in the pod. <laughs> Joe Camel he he is a dick his face is a dick it's made of a dick
1: we're, we're cool with that's that that's the only problem though we have no problem with using a cartoon character to sell cigarettes to children at this point it's the 40s good for digestion yeah <laughs> so so this is, so mom comes in for a coffee and this is where Mr. Gailey basically just kind of admits hey yeah you know i've just been buttering up your daughter cuz i thought you had a nice ass uh it didn't seem like you were getting any decks, so I thought I would insert myself, yeah. literally be, and figuratively. To be fair, if
0: you want to meet a single mom, you like take her kid away to a different area. <laughs> they'll, they'll talk to you, and they'll even ask you who you are too. Like it's kind of like an exchange number situation if you play it right. They're like, "Oh my god, get away from my kid! Who are you?" And you're just like, "Look me up on Facebook." It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> There's a fun little moment where uh, Fred comes in with the coffee, and he's like, oh, what do you want, cream and sugar? And I wanted her to be like, uh, oh, separate but equal. Separate <laughs> <little>. Right, <laughs> Right? Two cups. Tichuba. Right, tichuba. Right? We have a good time. We have a good time. This is 1947. This It was separate
1: but equal is the rule at this point. Yeah,
0: no shit. Um, For yeah, seven more years. Uh, right.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a shameful history, and we'll see so much of that in this movie. Um, so now, I want to point out, too, that this guy who's trying to get in, in mom's pants the, the way he introduces himself is basically, yeah, hi, I'm Mr. Gailey. I take your daughter on dates now and again. Why don't you teach her about bullshit? You're a terrible parent. <laughs> yep. And then mom just gives all these great arguments for not teaching kids shit like Santa Claus and magic and fairy tales. Yeah, and he's like, well, that
0: that seems like you need to get hit. I don't really know. Stop <laughs> talking. Don't answer. So So they go to leave. <laughs> MP. I just wrote in my notes, if this lady tells him God is dead, I will jerk off so hard to this movie. So hard. <laughs> okay, let's not pretend the if was the, alright. <laughs> <right. But>,
1: so, <laughs> so they go to I leave. I jerking off to Santa. and the, He won an Oscar for that performance. Um, so they go to leave and the little girl turns to mom and says, mom we have so much extra turkey for th- uh, Christmas uh, Thanksgiving dinner. Why don't we invite Mr. Gailey? And then she's like, oh, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. And the kid and the the and Mr. Gailey are like winking at each other, right? Like, yeah, just like we planned. Little snitch. Yeah. <laughs> and then eventually mom concedes and she says, and this is weird. Okay, dinner's at three. What? Was it, it, dinner at, at three when you were a kid? No, I is that why? First of all, I was a kid in 1947. <laughs> my, my, my dad wasn't even Sorry. born in 1947. Teenager. But, <laughs> <laughs> so, but no no that's lunch that was always been lunch what was it thanksgiving i've had thanksgiving no, okay at, yeah yeah no if, if, uh, yeah no you're right you're right yeah exactly middle the lions are still playing yeah no right okay, exactly so, no yeah
0: halftime for the, the early game. yeah
1: no that makes sense actually okay yeah so i <laughs> withdraw it's just another way in which this movie is accurate and charming <laughs> um, but what was not
0: charming is when the girls leaving at the end of the scene and this guy that she just met, he slaps her on the ass. It's really, really upset. Like, like she made a nice open field tackle. Yeah, slaps yeah. her on the ass.
1: Yeah, again, strange men touching this girl is a, th- a running theme. And also, Lots can we touching. can we stop and for a second and and and, and appreciate the sexism? Of of this time, where like they do this whole, th- you know, the the daughter and the uh, uh, Mr. Daly are like, yeah, yeah, no, thanks for helping me fuck your mom, you know. It, like it, it, he's gonna roofie her to a laugh track before this movie is over. That's the way this scene plays. <laughs> yeah, she gives it away towards the end. She's like, did I do it right, Mr. Daly? And he's like, oh, you little snitch. This
0: is why someone's gonna kill you on a boat. Oh, Jesus, Christ. <laughs> Christopher
1: Walken. <laughs> So okay, getting back to the parade now. Allegedly, um, yeah, thanks. Allegedly, <laughs> so, um, boss man has to call Doris to tell everybody, or tell her how much everyone loves her last-minute Santa substitution, and then we cut to the end of the parade. Now, this is a real shot, right? It's not like they CGI'd this crowd, and I point that out because there is a funerals worth of people in the street to see Santa here. There
0: are 800 million people crowded around to see Santa because it's the 40s and there is literally nothing else to do besides <laughs> die in the Great War.
1: He's giving like the water speech from Mad Max. It's <laughs> so ridiculous. Yeah. And again, that's a real shot. Like the, this actor actually did go and do that in 1946 so they could get this shot. All right, so now they've decided that they're going to hire this guy to be their Santa for the whole season. And there's this scene that is so much more meaningful for the three people on this call than it's going to be for any of the listeners. Because we cut to Macy's. (laughs) He's in the locker room. It's his first day. He's putting on his Santa suit. He's in character. (sighs) And all three of us worked at FAO Schwartz, right? So we have all been in that locker room with the Santa guy who's taken this shit way too seriously and still thinks he's an actor. And he's singing mm. to an
0: elf that he's got. <laughs> and he's talking, oh my God. And then he then he gets into a fist fight with your closeted gay Jehovah's Witness <laughs> manager. <laughs> you have to do a really good job of pretending that's not the funniest thing you've ever seen. <laughs> so I was... Are I wasn't going to gonna go that specific. That that I, was thinking of in, I was
1: just thinking in broad generalizations of that kind of person. But yeah, we can but get... We're not going to talk about the fact that that was us for our job.
0: Got in a fist fight with our crazy gay closet manager and we all just stood there. No one stopped it. We all just like watched a fight happen for seven minutes and then walked back onto the stand and sold magic drawing boards because that's how I lived my life. <laughs>
1: I have no memory of that incident. Um, Somewhere all right. on Worldstar, guaranteed. <laughs> so, okay, so now it's time to meet Jimmy Olsen, um, <laughs> the little janitor kid, the chubby little janitor kid. And boy, gee, he thinks Santa's outfit is just swell. All right, uh, it's my own bias. I'm, uh, some radical
0: vulnerability here. I didn't understand white janitor, so I spent a full minute in this scene being like, why is that guy sweeping? I don't oh, know, is Jesus it, why is Christ, he sweeping? Oh. It, Italian was black in 1947. Yeah. Was <laughs> what was Italian? Uh, wait, black. I said that. Yeah, no, that wasn't. <laughs> black no, what is, was. Itali- black is
1: Italian. You mean what was black? If, yeah, what was oh, black? Oh, yeah, no, that black was like separate, Armenian. Or separate or something, but equal. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, okay. Now, boss man has to show up. This is Mr. Uh, Mister Shellhammer, right? This is the guy. He's the head of the toy department. He's coming in to give Santa some instructions on how to be a good Santa. And he's like, hey, look, man, here's what we're overstocked on. If the kids don't know what they want, sell them the uh, thumb lights and the magic drawing boards. <laughs> <laughs> sell them on the milk. It's almost expired. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. But right. Santa, but, of course, is just disgusted by all this commercialism. How dare he suggest that he suggested kids might want the toys that they're in the store to buy. Yeah.
0: The way they commercialize Christmas, said the man based on a Coke commercial and a rich guy who hit someone at a papal conference. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, that's the history of Santa. Yeah, more or less. More or less. <laughs> so, all right. So he heads out to the throne to be super, super touchy with the kids. And we get this. We get like the first kid sitting down with Santa, and this kid is just fucking reading the periodic table phonetically. What the fuck did he say? I, was it Portuguese? That, it sounded like
0: Deaf Rihanna. Like I had no idea what was fucking happening. <laughs> Okay, Def Rihanna is the perfect description of that voice So everything I'm going to say. He's a combination of New York accent and old-timey voice. So he's just like, Yeah,
1: I'm looking down at Eli's nose and he's like, oh, this kid wants a fire engine. I'm like, how the fuck do you know that? But that's what the kid tells him. He says, Santa, I want a fire engine. And mom's like, Hey Santa, I guess you probably can't do that. since no fucking store seems to have that. And I've been looking for it all day. Huh? Huh? He probably wants something else. And Santa's like, no, no, I'll get you. I'll get your fire engine. Oh, my boy, they have it over at Jew Jewingtons.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Businesses still have Jewish names after uh, there's a thing going on right now. Well, sorry, there's a thing wrapping up right now that's going to make us all change our names. Don't want to get over exaggerated, but, you know, it's a couple of camps still open, but for the most part, it's done. The solution's been finalized. I don't don't want to exaggerate. Don't want to get shit on by future podcasters. <laughs> But yeah, this is before all Jewish businesses were like, ooh, people don't like to buy from Jews. So it's like everything that isn't Macy's is like Gimbel's, Sputnik's, Reisenberg's.
1: I feel like people figured that out at varying times through history. I feel like back in back in Shakespeare's day, I think people figured that out as well. All right, so Boss Man is coming in to see how Santa's doing. He's eavesdropping on him. And he overhears Santa recommending that the kid go to Gimbel's because their skates are even better than the skates they have at Macy's. What? You're not getting good hockey skates at any of those places. That's ridiculous. <laughs> you no, no, absolutely no, not. Not at all. Um, but so he's just about to like storm off and get this guy fired. But just then the lady with the fire truck thing stops him and he says, hey, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you, Santa. He's the greatest thing since sliced bread. If it had been appropriate, I would have sucked him his dick on the spot. He told me where to get a fire engine. And he's like, hmm, maybe this is, uh, uh, you know, being nice to our customers might just work after all, you know, as that moment. She she literally follows him around to be like I'm here to compliment you. I'm gonna shop
0: at Macy's forever.
1: Yeah, yeah. Betty Boop, the elderly Betty Boop is there. Anyway. Also,
0: what'd you say about sliced bread? Because I just shat myself with excitement. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't got none of that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. She shat herself with rickets. <laughs> So anyway, now we're going to cut to Humbert Humbert. He's taking little Susan to see Santa. They're on another date. Again,
0: (laughs) why is this adult, one, hanging out with a child, two, so committed to her believing in Santa? (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) Right. But again, we get her being adorably skeptical. It's the greatest. She's just like staring at him angry. Like like she's glaring at the cashier who doesn't know what to do with the $11 you handed him. And I, Dude, just make the change. What the fuck does... it? She's so mad. It's the greatest. I love Natalie Wood in this movie.
1: Yeah. And so she, he, he, she's like, I don't believe in Santa. This is stupid. he's like, well, you know, I'm the grown up and I'm a man. So I'm going to tell you what to do. Takes her up to Santa. And Santa is like, hmm, don't believe me, huh? Well, I know how to handle kids who don't believe in me. Just want to point out, if this was a truly Christian movie, the answer would be plagues, <laughs> <laughs> locusts, <laughs> death of firstborns, etc.
0: But Natalie Wood's like, alright, well, my mom hired your ass, you sweaty mascot bitch. What are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> She's the crazy. Do you know who I am? <laughs> but instead, the way he convinces her is that he has a beard, and That seems to kind of do it. She's like, well, shit, if you've got a beard, you must be fucking Santa Claus.
1: Yeah, well, (laughs) she's still a first-level skeptic, but yeah.
0: Did real beards not exist in 1947? I don't understand this part of the movie. Uh, Well, apparently not because
1: he was wearing a fake beard for this film. Um, That actually was a fake beard. So, yeah, but um, mom sees it at this point, and she's like, oh, it! I was just very specific with this stranger who wants to date my seven-year-old, that not to tell her lies and here he is lying to her so she like storms him off to say hey look you know let me raise my kid the way i want to raise my kid you're just the guy who lives down the street and looks at her butt in a very disturbing manner and he's the good guy right like so like the 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 movie would have you believe that the strange man who took an interest in suddenly raising this child in a way other than the mom wanted is the good guy (laughs) yeah the
0: the message here is very much geez these women and they're not wanting to join your cult (laughs) don't teach her about she's gonna end like she's gonna learn math she's gonna get mouthy she's gonna end up divorced (laughs) you can't you can't do that legion of decency's gonna be pissed she's gonna start giving sex tips to you about how to fuck (laughs) me it's really she'll get way too serious (laughs) of a character She does this whole weird projection thing where she's like, if she believes in Santa, she'll start believing that all things are happy-dappy and she'll find some guy and she'll blow him in a club bathroom and she'll think it's really empowering, but then afterwards she'll feel really gross about it and she'll share cat person on Facebook, but really she'll know that that's a more complicated story than she wants to believe. Don't teach my kid about
1: Santa. So, oh, and then we have to cut back... To Santa for just a minute so that we can have one of these head scratching, well, maybe he really is Santa moments. Um, because this woman shows up and she's like, Hey, you know, I brought I bought a Dutch orphan the other day, uh, doesn't speak a word of English, but she wanted to come and see you. She was convinced that you'd speak Dutch because you're Santa Claus, and of course he speaks Dutch. <laughs> Such a sweet scene. Fuck you, Eli. You're making fun of Dutch orphans and making me <laughs> do the same. Such a sweet scene.
0: It's a weird moment too she's like yeah she's, she's an orphan uh, she was in Holland orphan, you know because the thing <laughs> it's almost it's almost over by the way like I don't want to make a big deal she's an orphan <laughs> but like that's that's wrapping up don't uh, don't ask about her diary that's just just do, <laughs> just do the song or whatever you're gonna do well, the girl very excitedly starts to speak to him in Dutch and I was like oh she is explaining the Jewish question there's no question <laughs> And then they sing the world's creepiest fucking song, which no question summons a demon or haunts a doll or some shit. Weisdolnda to Santelklaus. daughter to
1: Shit in my room started to wake up had to mute the TV. All right, so now we're going to head home where where mom is just exasperated from all the brain unwashing she's had to do since this asshole tried to teach her kid about Santa Claus. Right. And the kid is like offering upper level one skeptic stuff. She's like, well, I don't know. He spoke Dutch and Santa speaks Dutch. And the mom, very good line. She says, well, I speak French. I'm not Joan of Arc. <laughs> I so want to hear her speak French. That's so oh. speaking French is so hot. Um. Anyway, that's why I keep Heath around so much. Um. But uh, mom brings Santa Ann to the office, right? She's like, "Will you please tell my daughter that you're not the real Santa?" And he's like, "No, because I am the real Santa." <laughs> no, 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 no.
0: We're not doing the wink thing. Just got it. Wink. No, 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 no. <laughs> you, you, come on, we're adults. You have you have to tell her now. No, nope. <laughs> I am Santa Claus. And there's there's just this amazing moment when he first walks in where he goes, you have a lovely daughter. And I wanted her to be like, thank you. She's not for sale. But please tell her. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, this is again the moment because, again, this is a sweet movie until now where the full grown man is like, no, I am Santa Claus. This is insulting. And the woman's like, oh, okay. well, it's like I don't. It's hard to explain. So, sometimes some of you will message me on Facebook, and you'll be like, hey, Eli, I really like the show. I murdered my dad. That's what this woman's going through, but not in Facebook form. <laughs> that moment where you walk up at ReasonCon, and you start to tell me about the divorce that was finalized yesterday? The movie. That's what I'm getting to watch. <laughs>
1: yeah. No. And I, I, Okay, so she's like, you know, what's your name? And he's like, Chris Kringle. And she's like, no, your real name is like, Chris Kringle. And she turns to the secretary, and she's like, will you Grab me as a employment card And they have one of those long They used to do this in movies back in the 40s And, and, and 30s and shit Where there's this long shot of the thing That you're supposed to read Because <laughs> yeah. it's the 40s And everyone's fucking
0: sounding it out out loud In the Chris
1: <laughs> <laughs> Were people worse at reading? Yeah, yeah apparently <laughs> Oh, so it, and of course his employment card. My wife is a time traveler. (laughs) I thought, Jesus. Dude. So, and of course his employment card.
0: (laughs) I'm doing you a favor, Eli. I'm trying (laughs) to, I'm trying to just carry
1: on so there'll be a clean edit here. So it, it, she checks us out, out his employment card and it's got his name listed as Chris Kringle, his place of birth as the North Pole. Why the fuck your employment card would have your place of birth? Because we were that racist back then. Also have to point this out under next of kin. He has his reindeer listed. <laughs> now, there's an origin story they've been <laughs> hiding from us. Is he the father? Is he another? <laughs> is he a sibling? I, I want to know. Anyway, so but mom realizes, oh, fuck, I hired a crazy person. That's I that makes me bad at my job. Uh, I need to fire this guy. But before she can fire him, Mr. Macy would like her to, to join him in the next scene. Mm. So she goes up to see Mr. Macy. Well, he's so excited about all the people who are so excited about Santa. Tell him to go to the Jew stores. Uh, that he's going to give her a big fat bonus and Santa's going to get a big bonus and she did a great job. And And he basically says, man, even if that guy was insane, this would be a good idea, huh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> he says that he got 500 thank you letters. And look, I know it's the 1940s, but like I walked dying candlelighter kids across the big piano. I didn't get a thank you letter, so I don't buy it. Macy. <laughs> I don't buy it. Well, they, they died. Oh, all right. I feel like yeah. you write it ahead of time. That's courtesy. That's <laughs> <right. You laughs> plan ahead. You have it, you have it ready. You have it ready. You put it in the mail.
1: Just you're saying. dying. It's not like you got to get ready for high school. <laughs> you got you got plenty of time on your schedule. Exactly. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah.
0: But yeah, they're, so they're having like the board meeting of Macy's people. Yeah, uh, and they're like, "Yo, this thing's actually working with the Honest Santa thing." And then one guy's just like, <clears throat> and the boss is like, "Oh yeah, sorry. It's well, well past noon, so." time to all fuck our secretaries drink 12 martinis and murder a negro and go home so you guys want to knock off yeah cool Twelve. you gotta go home for
1: their 3 p.m dinner (laughs) (laughs) right right. no obviously all right so so they leave the meeting now uh doris and mr shellhammer are walking together and she's like "Uh uh-oh you know we're gonna be in trouble i just fired santa and he's like why she's like he's insane and he's like i don't care if he's insane he's just working with kids (laughs) <laughs> yeah. this movie ends with this guy shitting in his hand and
0: throwing it at someone in any other universe I just want to throw that out there
1: <laughs> Well, but, but instead his employer's going like well I don't know maybe he's only a little crazy maybe he's good crazy good crazy he could be good crazy but luckily for them apparently Macy's has a company psychologist that they can send him to to have a, uh, an exam Yep. Or a math exam, as we're
0: going to learn. Well, <laughs> it's it's, it's deep. very confusing.
1: It's a bizarre one, but we'll get there. Uh, so she comes back. She she has to lie to Santa to keep her, you know, our old Santa came back cover story about the firing intact. And I just point that out because lying to Santa is a nine-year minimum on the naughty list. She's asking for it. She's asking <laughs> for Cole. So she says, no, no, we we, we do want you as uh, as Santa. And he's like, good. You know, I've been getting worried about the commercialization of Christmas. And there's just sort of this, like, you know, he's back and this time it's personal kind of a moment there. (laughs) Yeah, at any moment he was
0: like, I'm thinking, Santa's thinking about seizing the means of production. (laughs) There is no excess when enough is requirement. Oh, oh, oh,
1: Oh, But yeah and, and so he says, you know, he's like basically like no, working here will be great. It'll it'll give me a chance to win you over uh to believing in Christmas and loving Christmas and if I fail at that I'll hang myself. And she's like, "Yeah, also, can you take a mental exam? Please. <laughs> you read the Fountainhead? You should read the <laughs> oh, Fountainhead." Yeah, I can't.
0: It just came out.
1: So, okay, so, and then after uh, Santa leaves, he agrees to do the uh, psych test, uh, she calls the nursing home he escaped from, wants to talk to the uh, doctor in charge, Uh, and I, again, only bring that up because back then, you didn't dial phones, you just pick them up and start talking. Yeah, there are four (laughs) phones, I mean, you were going to get someone (laughs) eventually. (laughs) So, okay, now we're going to head to the psychologist's office, and we're going to do a psych exam as imagined by a person who had a no idea what a psych exam might look like and b no comprehension of what an exam might look like. Right. And
0: because this is a Christian movie, they have to shit on psychiatry. So the whole joke to this scene is that the psychologist, he's the crazy one. So no matter what Santa says, this psychologist is going to be like, I'm not gay. You're gay. (laughs) Yeah, and apparently the psychologist, it, this is Adolf Hitler, no? Yeah. yeah. Apparently very much Hitler, was like Hitler snuck out of Germany by the Vatican and became a shrink at Macy's. And <laughs> here we are. He's doing a math test for Santa.
1: It makes so much sense. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it's a math test because he, he's like, he's like, what's three times five? 15. Who's the first president of the United States? George Washington. Stand up and touch your nose. And I'm like, you're just picking random exam questions from different exams. What, like, what is three times five meant to establish? psychologically roadside sobriety is the test that's (laughs) being administered (laughs) right now as far as i can tell (laughs) right yeah wants him
0: to take a drunk test and he's yeah he's doing like nose touch thing like eli poked himself in the eye during this coordination test and that's how he got diagnosed with sad brain that's what (laughs) what would happen like 1947 (laughs) (laughs) it appears your hands are trying to attack your body (laughs) how'd you do during the war
1: But apparently touching his nose and, and multiplying three times five is all this psychologist needed to see to say, yeah, this guy's crazy. Yep. I mean, I, I, the Santa thing is kind of an afterthought
0: Yeah, because he's like, right. And you think you're Santa, right? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, but you were iffy on the
1: nose thing. Like it was kind of the side of your nose and I saw you trace <laughs> over Just throwing that out there. Yeah. So he calls Doris. He's like, yeah, you know, you got a crazy person. And she's like, well, I'll tell you what, it's so convenient the nursing home doctor I called in the last scene with the phone you don't have to dial is here. So let's all get together for a big scene with all of us. Right. right. And
0: and what's amazing is right, again, the whole thing of this is like the psychologist is the crazy one, and he's like, Is everything okay at home? And he's like, I've been married for thirty four years, I'll have you know and he leaves and then he picks up the phone and he's like, You tell my wife she can't have any more allowance. And I mean, you get it right, Noah, right? Allowance? <laughs> what? Nobody tell my wife I made this joke, please. Uh-uh. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> Wait. So how does the allowance work? <laughs> is, is it a per diem?
1: <laughs> how do you do it? Moving on. Yeah. So yeah. Per so, diem. The, <laughs> Go ahead. so the shrink shows up and says like this guy belongs in a mental institution, but the doctor from the nursing home is like, no, 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 no. He has a happy delusion. It's a happy delusion. He literally gives an example of another crazy
0: person and is like, that guy's fucking crushing it because guy <laughs> yeah, thinks he's a he Russian does. prince and he's fine. <laughs> what but if I, you're the crazy ones, huh?
1: You guys want some of this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I also love that this th- th- this whole like, you know, well, either he's insane and violent or he's just fine kind of idea that they have here, right? Like there seems to be no idea that like oh maybe he's mentally ill but not harmful. Right, it's 1947. So and also he is harmful. (laughs) Well, yeah, we're (laughs) kind of. They're like, well, it's not like he's gonna hurt it. Well,
0: I mean, a lady got trampled by eight deer, but other than that, like, (laughs) I don't see how he could possibly. I mean, he might assault somebody later, but we don't know. Well, that. yeah, he has, right, right. He has threatened to assault someone already in this movie, and he's yeah, drug do it later. Santa. Yeah, oh. that's right. Threatening to go yeah. after him with a stick. That is how we met him: is him being like, "I will hit you for not being the right kind of
1: patron saint." <laughs> I also love. Okay, so you have to understand when you watch movies from the forties that film viewers were not as sophisticated. So there was a there was a a, a feeling of of a need to establish that like this scene is continuing if you changed positions. So because they move this scene now from the shrink leaves, he's all pissed off and everyone else is going to walk to the elevator together. But before they do that, we have to have this whole clunky, like let's all go walk to the elevator together for another scene and continue this dialogue kind of a moment. Oh, that's Um, the best. Yeah, and this is where they determine that the best thing to do, since he's probably a little nutty, is if they have some employee at Macy's adopt Santa Claus like a pet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he
0: just needs a chaperone. Yeah, to and from his job of making physical contact with children all day, <laughs> and that's, that's the chaperone will solve all of that. Yeah, all exactly. the problems therein are solved. A chaperone on the way to work. Right, and, and again, this is like fun old timey comedy that does not ring well today because they're like hey Shellhammer, why don't you have an extra room don't you you have those young Thai boys who live there now but I suppose <laughs> like, oh. there is no way I'm going to convince my wife of that unless I get her super duper <laughs> drunk uh, <yeah. laughs> That's what happens. So it's like, all right, I'm going to go roofie my wife and (laughs) you bring the crazy dude to play with your kid for a while. In the meantime, we have a great plan. Ready? Break.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, um, now yet another man has taken an unhealthy interest in Doris's daughter. This time it's Santa. He's hanging out at the apartment while uh, Mr. Shellhammer roofies his wife and this is, you know, we have to have another one of those like, I am a cynical child with no imagination kind of moments. I am a badly designed robot.
0: She's like the other children play games where they are animals. I am not an animal. And he's like, okay, (laughs) you need a Windows 95 upgrade. (laughs) I love her, though. She's so angry. He's like, why don't you play with the other kids? They're fucking stupid and (laughs) and sticky and fucking smell like shit. I
1: don't mean like they smell like shit, like actual human feces, not like, oh, they smell bad, like learn to wipe. It's gross. But the real problem, as Santa diagnoses, is that she doesn't have any kind of imagination because she doesn't believe in any bullshit. So he starts selling her imagination like that pushy friend of yours that bought too much ecstasy and really, really needs to get the money together tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and also, also, throughout this scene, while the two of them are talking, they keep getting closer. Like, it, it, the scene gets less and less comfortable until eventually she's on his lap giving him Eskimo kisses. It's not okay. Ugh. I didn't yeah. like it. Not and this, this all leads up to the part where Santa is going to show her how to be a monkey. (laughs) This is a very uncomfortable scene where the old man's just standing there going, okay, now scratch. Now do that. Now scratch me. No,
0: they don't do that. It's fucking infuriating. He goes, put your arms at your sides like I'm a little teapot. Now go. I was like, hey, guys, uh, monkey pro tip. It's ooh, ooh. Uh-uh, just uh, <laughs> FYI. I have a $200,000 education about this. This is wrong. <laughs> what are you doing? Seriously. It's, it's whoo,
1: monkey. Whoo. <laughs> All right, now shit in your hand and throw it over there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, while they're doing this, uh, uh, mom and Mr. Gailey are in the kitchen uh, preparing dinner, apparently. Uh, this is where we learned Mr. Gailey is a lawyer uh, when he says, apropos of nothing, I'm a lawyer. Yeah that'll <laughs> that matter smooth,
0: later. Smooth 1940s dialogue. Yeah, exactly. I want you to be surprised later when I lawyer something. <laughs> just say so you know. I am a
1: lawyer. So he walks out to set the table and the the little girl in the um is is just doing her monkey noises and Santa's standing over her cracking a whip going, "Are you a monkey or a fucking mongoose?" Ah? <laughs> doing a I want steers wanted- for steers and queers speech of pretending to be a monkey. I wrote my notes. I want him to do Imagination Whiplash with
0: her so bad, just like not quite my monkey. Not quite my monkey. Throws a folding wait. chair over her head. What wait, what's Imagination Whiplash? Uh Whiplash is a fantastic movie about how people used to learn before we all accepted losers as part of the process. Oh, the drummer movie?
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, okay, got it. So Yeah, the no, teacher's sometimes a good we, guy in that we, movie. Sometimes the jokes are better when you spell out the references. Um <laughs> So, yeah, so, but Mr. Gailey says at this point, he's like, hey, crazy person who believes you're Santa Claus, um, you are looking, I, I understand you're looking for a roommate. I have a very weird two twin beds sitting next to each other in a room <laughs> set up in my apartment. <laughs>
0: that we get to see. It's ridiculous. Would you like person. to sleep next to me
1: as though we just joined the army? I'm a grown up attorney. <laughs> <laughs> So and then so he decides to stay with uh with with Mr. Gailey, um but we have to linger on this scene for just a little longer cuz this is where Mr. Shellhammer calls and he has successfully roofied his wife. Yeah, <laughs> she reminds me of Thomas
0: every time I've seen him in person just like oh, hello. <laughs> <Hi>. <laughs> you can live in my house. <laughs> yeah, and the guy he he calls up and he's like I made martinis at triple strength for my what Triple strength yeah, martinis, right. really? That would be like about 120% alcohol, <laughs> as I understand, it, if you got 80 proof gin or vodka. Tiny bit of vermouth, that's, maybe, but it's not how that works. You just no. made three giant martinis. Yeah, and right, put it, right. She didn't exactly. notice that it was in a pint glass. Well, this if time. you look
1: at the fucking toothpicks on the side, she's had like 11 of them or something. Yeah, so yeah, uh, that's what he meant by triple strength. Normally she drinks four a night. it was 12. So it, but she would love to have Santa Claus uh stay with him but it's too fucking late. Mr. G- Daly already fucked up the plan for everybody else. So this scene is completely useless. Yeah, well, right. So that we can get that
0: hilarious comedic performance of drunk woman.
1: Yeah, right, trying to speak <laughs> on a phone. Yeah. I guess that's that's what that was. Yeah. So Santa's staying
0: in the building with Natalie Wood and it's very very terrifying.
1: Yeah, and that's going to lead us into the next disturbing scene because now the little girl is in her nightclothes and the old man is in the room with her. How, how was this not troubling to people of 1947? Yeah, Just a strange man that you know is
0: crazy putting your child to bed. Yeah. <laughs> and asking her what she really, really wants for Christmas. I have... Lots of adult friends with kids. And in real life, I'm a normal dude. None of my adult friends would be like, hey, Eli, who's totally normal, do you want to put my kid to bed? Nope. None. (laughs) 0%. No matter what the bad mom who was on atheistically speaking says, that is not an okay (laughs) thing to (laughs) do. And Natalie Wood, the actress, is clearly uncomfortable with this. Oh She's yeah, just like scowling at him, like you should when a crazy old man is in your bedroom and you're a child. Yeah, right. <laughs> or you're an adult. Really, <laughs> any, anybody in that situation should have a very angry look on their face. Right, and but he's be whistling or something.
1: He's insisting that she tell her, uh, tell him what she really, really wants for Christmas. So she reaches under her bed and pulls out a picture of what she wants, like it's porn, and. <laughs> The picture is of a large two-story home. She (laughs) doesn't want.
0: She doesn't want her giant Manhattan apartment. She wants a house on Long Island. Fucking idiot. Yeah, right. Yeah, she lives in an impossibly nice apartment in like Herald Square, and she wants a fucking swing. Go to the park. (laughs) Yeah, fuck you. Right, you've got a fucking window view of the parade. Ugh. I want mommy to sell this five bedroom apartment on Broadway so I can live in the house Heath grew up in. <laughs> oh, okay, well, that's a stupid example. My house is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't so on she's Long got, Island. It was in Rockland. It was,
1: you know, seven <laughs> seven hey, year darling. old kids, you know, they they know real estate. Yeah. So she's got this like, fuck New York. I'm sure Domino's will be fine. I want to live in the suburbs attitude. Um, and he's like, all right, I'll see what I can do. And then <laughs> seals the deal with a kiss. Uh, oh, and it's very, very upsetting.
0: The kid, it's a forehead kiss for like the, like an entire track of stairway to heaven could have played. <laughs> he might as well have a cigarette after it's very, oh, gross. Uh, gross. I also, I, I, maybe this is just me. I did not grow up with the kissing of any, even children you were related to. The kissing thing is not a, a big thing for me growing up. Is that a thing? Like Do a mom kiss? and a baby, maybe. Right. But like, other than that, you don't kiss a child, right? So your mother never kissed you? That's oh, why Eli's no. good at things. <laughs> <laughs> Am I discovering a secret <laughs> always? I see people kiss each other all the time that aren't romantically involved or a mother and a child.
1: And I'm like, oh, ah, weird okay well let me ask you this we'll find out if that's if that's really fucked you up long term what's three times five Eli uh, <laughs> 27 John yeah Santa. no you're dead you're you're yeah no you're is you are minutes away from a school shooting sorry to tell you all right so now we see Santa and Mr. Gailey getting ready for bed <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, hey
0: no, when you started the scathing atheist a couple years ago to like talk about skeptical issues, did you ever picture yourself saying that sentence? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've fallen so far. Oh, yeah. No, he's got this weird like two brothers, twin beds room going on where, by the way, he's smoking a cigarette. Like, just like, yeah, let's go to bed. I'm going to smoke a cigarette in mine. And (laughs) so he keeps this bed ready for sleepovers? Yeah. Is that what's happening
0: there? Why wouldn't why wouldn't you just have it somewhere else in a different room? Right. And and again, the point of this scene is that Santa's telling Mr. Gailey not to take no for an answer from Natalie Wood's mom. Yes.
1: Yeah, he's given he's given Mr. Gailey fuck advice for Doris. Okay. And, and that ends with the, the way this scene or the way they close that conversation is with Santa saying, and I quote, I'll take care of Susie. You take care of the mother. <laughs> and Mr. Gailey saying deal. Now, there's an exchange that needs more context. You know, have you ever seen throw mama from the train? You want to be specific <laughs> in situations like this.
0: Exactly. And then. Uh, So I'm glad I'm looking at our notes and we all have the same suspicion. He goes, now, wait a second before I go to bed. I'm going to find out the answer for a question I've wondered for a long time. And we all thought he was about to say, what does Santa's dick look like? But no, (laughs) no, it's it's whether or not Santa sleeps with his whiskers under the
1: blankets or out of the blankets. What the fuck kind of question? You know, it made me think of that part in the Book of Mormon where they're like, what do we call ourselves? Christians like you could ask any question of Santa. You don't know, how does a fat man defy physics enough to get down in the gym? You want to know why, whether, who would put their beard under the blanket? <laughs>
0: it's fucking weird. I and show us the dick. Show <laughs> us the dick. Like I wanted to see like, oh, it's, it's a bowl full of jelly. Look at that. His dick's a bowl oh, see, full I of want jelly. It to be
1: split both ways like a jingle bell. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because when I got into this job, I was thinking to myself: eventually, we'll get to picture Santa stick. Eventually, we'll get there.
0: And some crazy lady who thinks she's Mrs. Claus
1: runs in, starts beating the shit out of Fred, like Jerry Springer. <laughs> it's been fun. So then we see a uh, a New York City department store ad montage for no fucking reason. Uh. I, I, I don't know. It, but but we have to go back to the store and see people using this, tell people to go to other stores to get shit policy that's been so successful for them.
0: And everyone <laughs> just gets a, literally everyone gets a giant book to look things up in case they don't have it. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's like a vegan restaurant having a list of food just to fuck
1: with you. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean. So, but meanwhile, we, we head over to the boardroom at Gimbal's and Mr. Gimbal's like, why the fuck didn't we think of sending away our customers? This is a gold mine, guys, a gold mine. People will say Gimbal is a Jew, damn it, a Jew. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so he's like, all right, we need to brainstorm how to lose money like Macy's Yeah, right. Doing, go. <laughs> and people are like, close the store entirely, fucks up the whole book thing. And then the book <laughs>
1: thing's stupid for them. They shouldn't have done that yeah but no they're they decide that v2 are going to send away their customers it'll be the big new thing and and apparently that leads to a whatever a happy time between macy's and gimbals where they like you know do promotional photo shoots of how much they both love santa yeah it's
0: very strange (laughs) and and again so like we get this this promotional photo suit with them and Santa and Mr. Macy gives him a, a check that we are supposed to think is like a lot of money so 1940s it's like $8 and and the guys like so wow that's quite a bit of money chris what are you going to do with it and he goes i'm going to buy an x-ray machine for a local children's hospital and i just yeah. had this crazy moment where i was like Imagine a hospital without an X-ray machine. Like what it, that's just a place with slightly spaced out beds, right? And I mean, don't get me wrong, when Noah was a kid, X-ray machines were just like dipping people in uranium and waiting until they were see-through.
1: but it's still a weird thought. Right. Well, and then of course we get from there we get this little thing where that like Mr. Macy and Mr. Gimble are like, you know, bidding down who can get him a cheaper x-ray machine. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: He's like, oh, at Macy's, if you buy it through us, I'll give you 10% off of it. And then Gimbal's like, I can get it for cost. And they're like, ha 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 Jew. ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <Together>. <laughs> What'd you say? In case you're Heath did ha 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 in normal text and put Jew in .4 font in his yes. notes as well.
1: <laughs> so okay, so that night mom put Susie to bed and I'm like that's much more comfortable. For once. <laughs> but but then she closes the door and Santa was lurking in the fucking shadows. Would you like me to sing you a song? <laughs> Like, he was in the room, but invisible until she closed the door. Anyway, so he's going to sing her a lullaby because, you know, he's like, does your mom ever sing to you? And she's like, no, I have no imagination. That's what rational people are like. No, she's
0: a feminist. Gross. (laughs) Gross. Yeah, I know.
1: And apparently this scene only exists so we can have that hilarious bit where Santa tries to blow a bubble off screen. (laughs) (laughs) He's physically incapable. Obviously, so had to put it off screen.
0: Like they definitely had like a stunt Santa start blowing a bubble at one point, but like fucking method Santa
1: went nuts. and He saw like somebody else dressed as Santa. He's like, <laughs> ah, <what's> the <laughs> There can only be one. <laughs> yeah, he tries to blow a bubble, and then we get this shot of him picking uh, bubble gum out of his beard. And I'm like, I wonder where they're going with this. Nope, existed nope. for its own sake. Who can't that blow a bubble? A... Yeah, right. Um. All right, so. Now we get Santa at the cafeteria, at the work cafeteria. He takes a seat with Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy's feeling blue. He's got the Jimmy Olsen blues. Thank
0: you. Jimmy's like the Lenny of this movie, in my opinion. I feel like he's about to like squeeze a kid to death at some point. <laughs> and, and Jimmy is sad because the psychologist, the, the Hitler psychologist from before has told him that people who pretend to be Santa only do it because they have something terrible they did in their past and I wanted so badly for Santa to have like a World War I flashback of German <laughs> bodies and blood in the moonlight and he's just like oh what a silly thing to say silly silly thing to say yeah. you're squeezing my hand real tight Chris <laughs> Yeah, sprinkles. Apparently, sprinkles. It's, apparently, it's a guilt complex. That's yeah. why people dress up as Santa to make up for guilt. I wanted them to like cut over to Berlin. The entire city's dressed up like Santa.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, we, is this? We all feel that's out now.
1: Yeah, but this is where I had that <laughs> it's realization. Over. You know, normally we do Christian movies and shit, and this movie is not at all Christian. It's about Santa and everything. But, but. As Eli pointed out, it does shit on psychology every chance it gets. So it's, you know, it's like an honorary Christian movie just from that. Because (laughs) Santa's like, you know, how dare that psychologist psychologically analyze you? I'm going to go give him a piece of my mind. I'm going to go beat the shit out of that guy. Well, yes, (laughs) yes, yes. He assaults the man with a stick, hits him on the head with a cane. And now the movie would have you believe, yeah, that guy sure did have it coming. But no, nope. that's not how adults have conversations. He does look like a Nazi, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> and, and to be fair, like, well,
0: we're about to see the scene, right? So Santa goes to meet the shrink, right? And he's like, you're fucking bullshit. You're only supposed to be here to give IQ tests and measure skulls, damn it. <laughs> 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 and, and the psychologist response is just like, well, It's obvious that we disagree. And he's like, and violence. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, he just hits him in the face with a stick. <laughs> he does. I wanted him to beat up the shrink with, like, just all different toys that he kept pulling out of a bag. Like <laughs> the giant Hulk hands or, like, a Power
1: Glove, Thor hammer. Power Glove. He shoots him with a Nerf gun. <laughs> Why aren't you dead? Fuck, what is <laughs> <laughs> How am I the old one and he's making Power Glove references? <laughs> all right, so main character lady, Doris, and uh, Mr. Mario weapons uh, come in and see the shrink all knocked out. They saw Santa hit him. He was shell hammer. Mario weapons come on something no anyway (laughs) oh I get it I genuinely stared at that note for like
0: 40 minutes and then I googled Mario weapons and took me down a long road of porn I don't want to really get into it I found out things about myself that uh, make me really confident and happy with who I am now
1: but that's not the point the point is I didn't get that joke and shell hammer I get it now (laughs) I'm sorry I did that to you Eli so, yeah, so, but they're they're waking up the, the psychologist, and they're like, what happened? And they're like, well, Santa hit me with a, with a, with a stick. And the, the film's protagonist, Doris, is like, well, you must have been asking for it. What were you wearing when he hit you with the stick? <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, and he lies. He's like, I don't know. I was just sitting there, and he attacked me. And it's like, you don't need to lie. You can be like, we disagreed. And then he struck me. Yeah. The but-, <laughs> <end>. <laughs> what? but they defend Santa here. They're like, well, I mean... Okay, he assaulted you, but he can multiply and nose touch, so we can't really do anything. Uh, I don't know what to tell you.
1: Yeah, no, there's this whole moment where they're like, well, but he passed all the psychological tests. I'm like, nope, nope, because are you jolly old St. Nick could be on one of these tests, you see, <laughs> and <laughs> fail. Jesus. But, of course, Mr. Shellhammer and the shrink, uh, they're like, oh, well, you know, if he's violent, we, we can't have him working with kids. Uh, the fact that he's so touchy didn't really disturb us, but the fact that he hit this old guy did. Um, So, you know, we need to we need to get Santa the fuck out of here and have him committed. But we don't want to, like, make a scene. So let's trick him into coming downstairs. This is so goddamn fucking weird because he's like, hey, we want you to take some shots with the mayor down by City Hall. Meet me downstairs in 20 minutes. I'm like, you're his boss. You could just say, I need to see you downstairs. Right. It's a weirdly elaborate lie. Yeah, there's a lot of that in this fucking movie. Like, why did we need to have Maureen uh, O'Dowd go like, through 15 minutes of explaining a bullshit story of why she was firing Santa earlier? We, anyway, we, we a lot of elaborate lies in this movie. So they bring Santa downstairs and they kidnap him. <laughs> ah, the
0: 40s when you could just... Send someone to an insane asylum, just like oh no, don't (laughs) worry, I'm his boss. Get in there. (laughs) They really (laughs) do. They like shove him in a car, and they're like, "All right, Bellevue." And he like can't get out. It's a (laughs) Santa hostage movie. Is what's happening now. Wanted to just like throw a shroud over his head, start waterboarding Santa. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out it's Krampus. He like wakes up his feet. (laughs) His feet dangling in
1: a pool of water. He's getting shocked by Krampus. (laughs) Krampus has forgotten more about pain than you and I will ever know. (laughs) You're going to murder an elf every 10 (laughs) minutes until you admit you're not Santa. And with that dark as fuck turn, we're going to pause for a well-earned break. But first, let me give Act 3 the hard sell. Will Chris Kringle spend his declining years being sexually abused in a poorly supervised 40s asylum? Will he be allowed to watch the World Series even if the vote's already closed? Will Eli force me to make fun of one flew over the cuckoo's nest next? Find out the answers to these questions and more when we return for the judicial pedant's nightmare that is Act 3 of Miracle on 34th Street. Your
0: Honor, obviously this is a sensitive subject, but we can't pretend that Santa Claus exists because people are going to be upset otherwise. That's crazy. Uh,
1: can we not? Your Honor, I call my opponent's son to the stand. Um, yes, and no, 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 you can't do that.
0: I'll allow it. Okay, well, Well, you're a fucking crazy person, and the answer is still no, that's not allowed. I'm uh, quite certain. What if I sit him on my lap? Uh, This is a mistrial. You don't get to to call that. That ain't you. I feel like I do now. All right, the court concedes that Santa is real. I call the post office to the stand. This is the fucking worst. (laughs) I <laughs> hate my job Quit <laughs> <With> the DA
1: <laughs> And we're back for the breakdown When we last left our hero A sham psychologist kidnapped him And uh, they were taking him to be forcibly lobotomized But not if Mr. Gailey has anything to say about it Yeah So we check in with him He's lawyering He's doing boring lawyer work, but then he gets a phone call. Yeah, and, and he has to apologize
0: to the secretary <laughs> he's dictating to. He's like, Sorry, Gertrude. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got a call on a three digit number. I just wanna Yeah, well no, right.
1: Well, it's it's from yeah, it's from eleven. Um <laughs> and they're calling about Mr. Kringle. He's at Bellevue and needs your help. <laughs> and it's like, Hi, are you a lawyer who's
0: Bunk bed buddies with a guy who thinks he's Santa? <laughs> yeah, we committed him. We'd like you to explain why we shouldn't also commit you. You're you right. want to come down? <laughs> All right. Try to lawyer you both out of that? Cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he goes to see him at the uh, insane asylum. And it seems like it should be a trap, but it's not. Nope. And
0: now we get to watch sad Santa pout in a chair. Oh my <laughs>
1: God. Yeah. But, okay, so. We've just already oh, established so that. We've already established that Santa <laughs> can pass all the psychological tests, no problem. He's got him down pat. So Mr. Gailey says, "Why did you fail the exam?" And he's like, "Because I was grumpy. Did <laughs> on purpose. I, I pretended to be crazy
0: on purpose because because everyone took that stupid psychologist side. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so now me and my new roommate Nellie Bly, we just <laughs> hang out. It's fucking great. <laughs> I feel like failing that test on purpose is the same thing as failing it by accident. Right.
1: Yeah, right. Yes. Like,
0: either way, <laughs> like you're basically a cutter if you do it on purpose or you're uh, crazy. It's failing either way is the point. Yeah. Andrew, if you're listening, by the way, get ready for the moment when Eli gets institutionalized because Twitter is mean or something <laughs> like that's going to happen.
1: Let's all get ready for that moment. Let's <laughs> all get ready. Believe me, I have some financial contingencies for just that occasion. (laughs) So, okay, so, but Mr. Gailey believes in Santa, damn it, and he has the whole, like, conversation where he has to talk Santa up and, don't quit, Santa, don't let the children down. (laughs) Get up, you son of a bitch, because Gailey loves you. Yeah, right, exactly. (laughs) Uh, But so Santa changes his mind on a dime. He's like, you're right, this doesn't even make sense for me to do this at this point in the film, does it? Um, I don't want to be institutionalized anymore Let's leave But Mr. is like no you failed the fucking test man You don't get to just I'm sick of jail now or anything He's like well can you help Mr. Gale He's like I'll do what I can I want him to show back up with like a, a nail file Baked into a fruitcake I have a gift here for Mr. Glaws
0: Or a Rocky montage Where he's like running around a pen Picking up little kids or I don't know. Reindeer elves What would it be and I love here he goes, you're the greatest lawyer since Darrow. Yeah the, the, the Scope's monkey trial guy and the the child killers guy. I just like that yeah, reference. Like you're the greatest lawyer since, you know, evolution and what are you doing wandering off with strangers anyways? That's just a weird <laughs> career to pick,
1: if you like. So meanwhile, <laughs> we cut back to Macy's, and Mr. Macy is pissed because this rink had his awesome golden goose Santa committed. So he says Go back to that asylum and bring back my employee, which is something both Mr. Macy and I have said on more than one occasion. (laughs) Uh, It's nice to know I have that in common with him. Mm -hmm. I also love, by the way, that the shrink who got beaten up by Santa earlier, Mr. Macy says, I'm also going to respond violently if you don't obey me, by the way. Ah, the 40s. You could just slap your employees around.
0: (laughs) A better time, a simpler time.
1: So now we're going to cut over to the judge's chamber. They're deciding whether or not they need to lawyer up this whole, is this guy Santa thing or not? The,
0: the judge's <laughs> first line is the perfect 1940s moment. He goes, I suppose I have to read all this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His lawyer's like, well, that's nah, just like standard. Lock up the crazy guy paperwork. Just he literally thinks he's Santa Claus. So the,
1: yeah, the judge's like, "All right, well, there you go." Which I mean, hey, you know, in, yeah, in the judge's defense, if you put me in that position, yeah. But Mr. Gailey shows up at the last second. He's like, "I want a formal hearing," and the judge is like, "Yeah, no, we'll do that on Monday because the courts, you know, they just yeah, roll right through Monday." <laughs> We can we can knock this out before Christmas, sure. Yeah, he's about to sign it, and it's like, Your Honor, uh,
0: Santa's attorney is here. <laughs> he bursts in. Yeah, I wanted him to just like dress in North Pole stuff for the rest of the movie. <laughs> you know, Santa's there, just like jingling bells on his shoes
1: and his, <laughs> his, his his boobies to fuck with everybody. Yeah. I also love. Okay, so this is where so the 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 shrink is going back because he wants to get Santa back for Mister Macy. And he realizes that Santa is all lawyered up. So he goes after Mr. Gale and he's like, Hey man, don't, you know, like let's not get a bunch of publicity on this. In other words, he's like, Hey man, here's my weakness. Please don't use it against (laughs) me. (laughs) Wouldn't want that anyway. And then the next plot point is presented as a newspaper headline. (laughs) (laughs) Doctors (laughs) doubt sanity of Santa. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my, all this publicity. Uh, Um, And Then we get to this very weird sequence. Okay, and this is going to be a pivotal part of the movie. We have the judge with his campaign manager at his house. and the the guy from I Love Lucy. Yep, yep, exactly. And and he thinks that uh, this judge needs to drop this Santa case on somebody else's lap. He'll never get reelected if he locks up Santa. Yeah. I'm sorry, elected judges is a dumb idea, and this is why, people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) One, One election generally is why. a bad
1: idea. We're all <laughs> a Just throwing that out there, <laughs> but yeah. Apparently, finding Santa insane is a political third rail, and his campaign manager doesn't want him anywhere near it. And he's like, "What are you talking about?
0: No one's going to hold it against me for upholding the law." And to prove the campaign manager's point. The grandchildren of the judge come in and just like are giving their grandfather the double bird the entire time. <laughs> right. Boo. 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 <laughs> he looks over at his wife. She's pissed too. She's like facing the other way, doing the Black Panther fist in the air. Like, fuck
1: you. <laughs> Tommy Smith. That's later. So, so we head over to the courtroom, because you know, they they had the space on Monday. It was, they had an opening. Uh, There was a cancellation, Um, and apparently, by the way, the courtroom—only place in the universe you weren't allowed to smoke back then. (laughs) Yeah, we see the guy be like, "Uh, "This is the spot.
0: We found the one place you shouldn't smoke. Go, (laughs) go over to that old Christmas tree farm and light up there." Yeah, there's a daycare center down the hall. If you want to smoke, sir,
1: thank you. (laughs) So okay, so uh, Mr. So so the uh, the the DA shows up. He's like, "I'm going to prove this guy's crazy." I call him to the stand. I want to point out, no hand on the Bible where they swear him in on this.
0: Ooh. Huh.
1: Yeah, it was a more heathenous world back then. Um, and at least they at least acknowledge that, like, this guy can't be forced to testify against himself here. So I, I appreciate it. That's the the only time they'll ever be remotely true to what the law does. But they at least did that. Yep.
0: And, and again— What happens is he gets up and he's like, good morning. And he's like, good morning. I'm fucking crazy. Uh, (laughs) You don't have to answer any questions you don't want to. I
1: know. I'm a crazy person. (laughs) And honestly, you know what? The DA handles this exactly like I would. He's like, what's your name? He's like, Santa Claus. He's like, I rest my case. We're done. We are done here. Are we not done here? We're not. No. Okay. And, and the judge turns to him because he's like, do, do you believe you're Santa Claus? He's like, yep. And he's like, all right, well, that's all I got. And the judge turns to him and he starts asking these really leading questions. He's like, don't you mean that you were hired to play Santa?
0: <laughs> and he's like, yeah, no, I, I know what the question was. Look me in the eyes. I'm fucking Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> this is a serious case. <laughs> and so from there, we realized that the whole case now is going to rest on he's only crazy if he's not actually Santa Claus. Yes, right. right. That's what his lawyer proposes. That's what he's the just like, oh to do. Now wait, he could really be Santa. And I want the judge to just be like, oh, mistrial. Everybody gets <laughs> <is> done. <laughs> Everyone
1: gets committed. <laughs> he's like,
0: he's like, no, I have a flowchart that proves or whatever that <laughs> he's Santa Claus.
1: Mr. Gailey can prove it. And I'm just writing in my notes here like, Eli, how can you not love this movie? Your chest is an angry weasel where the heart is supposed to be. That's a very, <laughs> very sweet scene. He's going to prove that the old man is Santa Claus, damn it. Uh, meanwhile, back at Doris's place, uh, apparently her and Mr. Gailey are a couple now. Yeah, sort of we're just sped through that. After all,
0: they've spoken two or three times, and she's not a prostitute, so they are engaged <laughs> to be <met.
1: laughs> Yeah, but of course, Mr. Gailey has to tell him, I never got this guy's first name. Did he have a first name? Fred. Fred, okay. I keep calling him Mr. Gailey, like this is a formal occasion. Um, But yeah, so Fred uh, has to tell her like, uh, hey, I'm going to prove that that old man is Santa Claus. Uh, Actually, he comes in and says, good news, I quit my job at my law firm. (laughs) So that I could prove that this crazy (laughs) old man really was Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah, you're a (laughs) good lawyer.
0: Fun fact, this is why Andrew had to leave his firm. He also believed the guy was Santa and quit. Uh, But that man was not Santa. So we don't bring it up a lot. It was hard for him. His plan plan is to start his own practice and defend, you know, people who think they're Santa and Batman. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, he he could specialize in this. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus. And also, she, he, she's like, I don't think that you're going to be able to convince a judge that that old man is Santa Claus. And he's like, do you not have any faith in me? I'm like, how much fucking faith do you expect, dude? You were dictating land contracts nine minutes ago. And now you're arguing on behalf of an invalid's delusion in a court of law. What the fuck would she have faith in you for at this
0: point? <laughs> Yeah. She's like, you realize this is fucking stupid, right? And he's like, this is why your husband divorced you. See, this is it. Yeah, right. There's so much of that. Yeah, You're awful, awful bitch family. She <laughs> might as well fly away on a broom doing fucking the like, calculus on a pane of glass. Like, so stupid.
1: And she'll turn out to be wrong. I want to make it very clear that this movie will postulate that she's wrong not to believe he should quit his job and defend Santa Claus. Uh, meanwhile, we go over to the bad anti-santa lawyer, the DA, uh, and he's like reading through the newspapers with his wife and he's going like, "Oh, they're really being hard on me." And she's like, "Good, you fuck."
0: Yeah, he's just <laughs> rightly confused. He's like, "I'm just getting someone healthcare. Why is all of the newspapers pretending I'm prosecuting Santa Claus? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and she's right. like, "Well, why are you prosecuting Santa Claus?" And he's like, "It's none of it's real. <laughs> You're all lying." <laughs> Be and she's you! Like, and she's like, "Fuck you! I've been faking all my orgasms
1: forever. <laughs> yes, I hate you. Yes.
0: I wish I married a real man, like a plumber. Like a plumber. Who I want go to go fuck a <laughs>
1: plumber." Yeah. So we we have established now that everyone's life is just being torn apart by this case. So now it's time to head back to court. Uh, so uh, apparently day one of the trial was just those first 18 words that we heard in the opening arguments. <laughs> Um, but it, now... where they rested, which would mean that their case was done. But they're still going. They're yeah, still no, going. they've got it. Yeah, they've decided bonus guests. It's
0: just a figure. Are,
1: a yeah, right. It's like when you think you've killed the boss uh, enemy and then he just regenerates. It's like that, but in a trial. So, But now he's going to call Mr. Macy to the sand. And he's like, Mr. Macy, <laughs> do you think that guy's Santa? I feel like that's inadmissible or irrelevant <laughs> or both. Or...
0: Or that Mr. Macy shouldn't have weird flashes of future newspaper headlines being like, Macy kills Santa with bare hands. Macy kills childhood. So he's just like, yeah, he's Santa. And I, again, I just
1: want the judge to be like, okay, so everyone is crazy. What this is the procedure? A straitjacket for you and a straitjacket for you. Yeah. I was appointed by
0: Trump, so I don't know what to do in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Macy has a fiduciary responsibility to pretend he believes in Santa. That's yeah. what just happened. It's fucking nothing. Yeah. And yes, this is just a giant mistrial. So the other lawyer, I didn't know you could do this, but the other lawyer is like, no, 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 no. The, the DA jumps in. Do you get interruptions like that? I- <laughs> like like challenge flags? Right. Yeah. Of- you, know, you get
1: two per half, a third if both of them turn I mean, out. I mean, I'm yeah. glad he jumped in because this is fucking ridiculous, but like, I don't think that's how it works. So yeah and then and then fucking uh, Fred offers up the argument from can you prove there isn't a Santa? Yep. <laughs> like do they think that's what happened could you prove that he didn't not murder her? Uh, yeah. So yeah and and the the lawyer the the prosecutor very reasonably in my mind says, "Hey, can we at least declare right now is there or is there not a Santa because nothing else matters?" <laughs> until we get that and then and the judge is like i'm going to need to take a few minutes to think that one over now he's doing that because he wants to make sure that he can get reelected and not be the guy who prosecuted santa i feel like i'd be more nervous about the guy, uh, reelecting the guy who needed 9 or 10 minutes to figure out if santa exists <laughs> yeah <laughs> and the exchange there is crazy it's like
0: all right well this is a mockery we're not going to have a trial about whether santa claus exists I demand a ruling right now from the judge. Does Santa Claus exist in this? Yeah,
1: I don't know. We'll find out, I guess. So he goes back into his chambers where he's got to talk with his campaign manager again. And his campaign manager says, and I quote, I don't care what you do with old whisker puss out there. I just want to say that is the greatest euphemism of all time. Why do we still use Santa if old whisker puss has been around since 1947? Fair. fair. That's what I should have grown up on. I just want to throw out there that
0: uh, Fred from I Love Lucy's argument here is that if you declare that Santa's not real, the kids... We'll read in the papers that Santa isn't real. Then no one will celebrate Christmas. Everyone will get fired. There will be riots in the street and people will murder you in your bed. It escalates very quickly. The world economy collapses in yes, this scenario yeah. if he declares in this one court that there's no... Wouldn't it be the opposite? Wouldn't yeah. there be like, okay, well now we have to physically buy the gifts. <laughs> not like we should be putting big tariffs on the north pole to to protect domestic toy <laughs> uh-huh. manufacturing it's a crazy crazy rant about economics
1: yeah and th- and eventually by the end of it the judge realizes that he has to pretend to believe in santa if he wants to get reelected uh which is when i realized that this whole movie was just a prescient analogy for obama's christianity <laughs> so <laughs> i'll
0: tell you what i'm going to be honest for a quarter of a second on mark merrin's podcast and then i will never never acknowledge that again i'm gonna i'm gonna say the words and then everyone's just gonna go la 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 miss saigon it's like bernie on jimmy kimmel we're
1: all all just gonna close our eyes real tight so the judge goes back out to rule um and the judge says hey you know what santa's just an opinion some people believe some people don't i'll hear the evidence so he's agnostic exactly I call your son to the stand. What? Yes. <laughs> yes. So Fred comes up and calls the, the other attorney's child. And the the, the other the, the DA looks at his wife like, what the fuck? And she holds up a subpoena. They <laughs> subpoenaed the kid. The kid was
0: subpoenaed. <laughs> Guy dressed as a UPS man. Uh sorry, uh little
1: Timmy Jenkins. Yeah, that's me, Mister. Yeah, sir, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so they just they the little kid comes up. Uh, it, 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 Fred picks him up and throws him on in the stand. Oh my, can everyone stop manhandling other people's children? It's so <laughs> many of these. They're
0: just like balling them up and oh, God. your honor, we'd all like to play tummy sticks with the witness before we get started. <laughs> That's Oh, <all
1: right. sighs> and 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 the reason that they've. Come, they they brought this kid to the stand is so that he can establish that he sure believes there's a real Santa. Looks just like that fellow with the beard over there. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this might as well be a
0: trial about everyone's dead dog upstate. Yeah, right. It's so <laughs> stupid, and
1: like the DA rolls in corpses of thousands of dogs.
0: <laughs> ridiculous.
1: Also, by the way, as Tommy, the little kid, is leaving the stand, he stops by Santa's desk and says, don't forget, I want a real official football helmet. So Santa is openly bribing the witnesses. Right. He wants one (laughs) of
0: those old leather football helmets that didn't do anything. (laughs) It's also a joke about the Mara family that owns the Giants. The DA's name is Mara. It's a really, really obscure reference. I guess in 47, maybe. I don't
1: know. Yeah, but even then it wasn't a good one. Um, so but the DA is finally like, "Okay, look, man, stop bringing my family on this. T- I'll concede that Santa Claus exists, but this guy over here isn't Santa." And <laughs> the judge is like, "Well, can you prove that he's the real Santa?" And Mr. Gale is like, "I I would need an adjournment to build suspense, but that may then maybe, I guess." Yeah, he needs still tomorrow to prove that he is the one and only Santa. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: I don't understand. Just have a hearing through Christmas Eve, and see if presents show up the next day in the world. (laughs) It's
1: decided. Yeah, right, right. So, okay, now we have to cut to Mom explaining this all to Susan, right? Because Susan now believes that this guy really is Santa. I mean, he's so kind and nice and jolly. Right, he can't be nice (laughs) and kind if he's not an elf, saint, god, demon. Yeah, right. (laughs) Exactly. Also, by the way, Eli is Santa. Also, (laughs) But yeah, so she's going to write a letter to Santa to cheer him up because he must sure be feeling blue. So she writes out the, hey, don't forget to give me the fucking house. I don't care that you're in a Santa Asylum letter. And mom reads over it and she's like, yeah, I've let me add a little. I also believe in you, Santa thing at the end.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Dear Santa, I still want that fucking house. Don't bitch out on me.
1: (laughs) Susie. (laughs) Mom's like, yeah, I believe in
0: you, too, because this is the happy ending the movie. And I want the Hitachi magic wand. Love,
1: (laughs) So, okay, so now we cut to the mailroom. And honestly, at this moment, because of the weird fucking editing back in the 40s, I felt like this was just like we were going to have to follow the letter so that we would understand the it was delivered shot later. But no, there's actually something that's going to happen in the mailroom here. And can we
0: talk about old-timey mailroom? What a hell-slash-amazing procedure this is. (laughs) They're just throwing letters into vents and fucking... They got those sucky tubes from steampunk things. It's just... (laughs) uh, Bowls of paper everywhere being mulched into one giant letter that gets sliced by a bread maker (laughs) into separate letters. It's
1: fucking amazing. (laughs) Everything in that room could take your arm <laughs> off and has no safety equipment attached to it. Yeah, exactly. There's just legs just caught in the wheels, just plop, flop, flop every time they go around. After yeah. the building's on fire, they're like, all right, well, <laughs> right, right. we're good on this side. Well, so. that's all right. We're Finish. done with the East Wing. We've got all this out. paper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so, but the guy, the mailroom guy finds a letter addressed to Santa Claus and he's like, usually these go to the North Pole, but this Santa letter is addressed to the courthouse. What the hell? And this is where they, so the other, his boss comes through and he says, yeah, no, they got a guy on trial. And the guy's like, hey, you know all them letters we got for Santa in the back? We got thousands of them. We should send them to the courthouse too. Okay. Why would there be thousands of Santa letters in the actual
0: mail? What, like, are there thousands of parents? Who actually don't get how the thing works with the letter to Santa that we're sending them. You just you 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 have,
1: you tell your kid you're putting in the mailbox and you just get it. <laughs> who,
0: who, does, who sends it anywhere?
1: Well, no, actually, that's a that's What's a the, huge fucking thing. That's a huge thing. People they, like they actually do collect letters for Santa at the North Pole. And there's fuck those people just go get it out of your own mailbox. What are you doing? <laughs> that's the dump.
0: Wow. That's like (laughs) Alec Baldwin in SNL where he's like the family who actually believes like you have to be good to get Santa's presents. (laughs) (laughs) And... As a special bonus, uh, go on the post office website and see their official statement on we throw those fucking things away. Yeah, because it's the it is very clearly like, hey kid who googled what happened here, you know there's lots of ways to we throw them in the garbage. Reach out to Santa and <laughs> write in the fucking garbage. He'll throw it away on your block. He'll tear it in half and throw it away on your block. That's what those green things are for on the corners. They're just full of Santa letters. <laughs> Kept their year-round moldering. <laughs>
1: Once so, a okay. year, they hose them out. <laughs> <laughs> so meanwhile, okay, so we head back to court. Santa's reading Susie's letter. He sure is happy now, but Mr. Gailey hasn't figured out any way to prove that he's Santa yet. <laughs> then they pan over to the DA and the assistant DA, and
0: they're like consulting at their little table. They're like studying paperwork. What yeah. the fuck would that be? <laughs> what, what paperwork? Are they like a math proof? <laughs> like the limit as X approaches zero of Santa does not exist. What the fuck?
1: <laughs> yeah. And but the other lawyers look it over. and was like, yeah, you can just tell he doesn't have shit by the look on his face. And just then a guy comes in to tell Fred that there are a billion letters outside for Santa. Convenient. Just like, uh, hey man, there's like a
0: hundred thousand letters to Santa outside for you. Where do I uh and he's like I'll uh don't worry, we'll work it out. It'll be the climax of this.
1: Yeah, right, right. Actually Dang. you stay here, I'll signal you when it'd be most appropriate.
0: <laughs> I wanted the DA to be like, Okay, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna bring in thousands of letters to Allah. <laughs> there they are. Stay okay. at rest is great. Stay at rest. So okay. open them carefully. <laughs> so yeah. And
1: I- <laughs> And I love <laughs> and I love, too, that we get. um So he goes outside to check and see what's going on with the letters. And then we cut into the courtroom where the prosecutor is just monologuing while the other lawyer is out of the room, <laughs> you know, like in court. But so uh, Gailey comes in. He's got a plan now. God damn it. He comes in and first he has to establish that the post office exists.
0: at length. With an almanac. He reads the almanac like New York Post Office is a real thing. Maybe you've heard of it. It's in New York. I'm like to read from this (laughs) almanac, please.
1: And it's legit. It's the bee's knees. I have it in writing right here. Yeah, and he finishes the almanac quote and the audience is like, post office is real. (laughs) (laughs) What? And, And he also establishes, and if you think about it, it's illegal to deliver mail to the wrong person, isn't it? And was like, well, yeah, yeah. And he's like, then I'd like to submit these seven letters from Santa. This is proof. The mail, the post office delivered it to Santa. They think he's uh, Santa. That's the federal courts or the federal government. The federal government has already declared him to be Santa. <laughs> and the is like,
0: okay, seven letters. We're going to need some more evidence than seven letters. I would need like a dozen a dozen <laughs> and so Fred's like on record a dozen he's like yes yes you win if you have five more letters you win the movie if you have five more letters or more do you have five yeah. or more or more letters
1: so yeah he then, does yeah and then he cues the guys who bring in thousands of letters for Santa In one of the most wonderful and iconic scenes in the history of cinema, Eli, you have to at least admit that at this point you kind of cheer up a little and it's really cute. No, this is
0: insane. First of all, (laughs) they cover the judge in letters. Somehow the gavel is still going. Now they they have legally declared this man Santa. They're not thinking that through. When this guy dies, Santa will legally be dead. <laughs> this, this scene, which is supposed to be so heartwarming, is like if they pardoned the Thanksgiving turkey, but then the Thanksgiving turkey gave talks at high schools about the <coughs> Innocence Project.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: this week on cereal. <laughs> Okay, you definitely did it. <laughs> <laughs> but but this, the whole point is, legally, this is official, if if a, a letter gets handed to you by a postal worker, you're that person. <laughs> yeah, right. No matter what. <laughs> right. And so, the, technically, the judge is Santa Claus, because they delivered the letters to his desk. <laughs> yes, no, that's true. They yeah. didn't. Also, if I
1: if I was a judge, I would have like a bass drum kick pedal gavel in case something <laughs> oh, like this happened. Oh, there Maybe that's what he had. Uh, He'd be a hell of a judge this. You know, you're more qualified than an awful lot of people doing the job at this point. Maybe that'd be enough to get you in, Heath. Um, Okay, so then we have to get Doris and Santa wrapping up. She's like, hey, would you like to come over on Christmas Eve? And he's like, I'm fucking Santa, you stupid bitch. The one day you know I can't come, you're going to invite me. It's like, you don't want me there.
0: (laughs) She's like, oh, yeah, cool. Cool, I'll help you deliver stuff. No, stop following me. Stop. (laughs) Stop. Uh, you go. Which way are you going? <laughs> I want the next scene to be this guy getting arrested, sneaking down someone's chimney. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right the The uh, the obvious conclusion to us legally ruling you, Santa. I think legally you have to let him in. <laughs> <laughs> now he starts fighting uh, with a Grinch. <laughs>
1: So, okay, but then, all right, so Christmas Eve happens. Now we cut to the next day. It's Christmas Day, and everyone's come to Santa's party at the retirement home where Santa lives. Even Mr. Macy's there.
0: We get to see the x-ray machine he bought? Because the doctor's like, oh, you're amazing, Santa. And literally, I spent 40 minutes being like, what the fuck is that dental chair? Like, what is Because, again, it was just a big wand filled with radium that you would, like, hold up to someone's face and be like, you've got milk leg. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Marie Curie is going to twerk against your face for
1: 45 minutes, and then I'll come in and see if you've got a tumor. (laughs) (laughs) So... But of course, everybody's super happy except little Susie who didn't get the palatial estate she was hoping for. So Santa comes over and she says, Are you having a Merry Christmas, Susie? And she's like, No, because you're not Santa, you're a full of shit insane person and I don't have a house. Yeah. And she she ran
0: into the scene, she sees the Christmas tree, she runs over to it and starts looking for a present for like the house was going to be there. (laughs) Yeah, right. Like she's going to unwrap
1: one of those little boxes, a full-size house just explodes out and destroys the senior (laughs) home. Like fucking what? But then mom explains to her, no, no, you have to have faith in Santa Claus because mom's come around now and she's not rational anymore. She says, and she says, and I quote, faith is believing in stuff when common sense tells you not to. So, you know, like insanity, but intentional. (laughs) Anyway, so they're leaving, and Susan is trying her darndest to believe in Santa, even though that's a stupid thing that doesn't make any sense. Um, but they're driving. Who the fuck knows? Santa gives them directions to somewhere. Do we know where they're going? Uh, they're going to like, Port like, Washington. How you, he's like, this is how you'll avoid traffic. Drive. Oh, okay. Okay you know, around Long Island, wink. (laughs) Right. So they all drive it together. And what do you know? They happen to come across the exact house that Susie wanted for sale. There's even a swing in the back. And now Doris and Fred have to get married because they're in a house together. And otherwise, what would the neighbors say?
0: They're going to buy it because their crazy daughter won't leave. That is the end of this movie. It's like, no, I'm in my room. And they're like, all right. I mean, to be fair, that house costs $3 right now. I got that in my pocket. Uh, Baby boomers haven't ruined the economy yet, so you want to buy this? Maybe get three or four houses while we're at it? They come in a six-pack
1: at Costco. (laughs) And then Fred kisses her and that's really fucking sweet and Eli's made out of stone. And then we we see that there was a cane in the house because he was actually Santa the whole time.
0: Yeah, it does have blood on
1: it. So maybe, <laughs> you think? I had to beat to death the old owners just to get this house on sale. So yeah, you and never then the look movies- under the floorboards. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> if you hear anything beating just walk the other way and and then the movie's over because we already did the goddamn <laughs> credits at the beginning I assure you not, originally I had a 17 paragraph rant written in here about how we need to do away with movie credits and get back to just putting the relevant names up front because nobody gives a fuck who drove Mr. Pacino to the goddamn set every day but I'll spare you the 17 paragraphs and just say, thank you Eli for getting me a good movie to watch for Christmas I, it's much appreciated All right, uh, you have a different viewpoint of this film than me. We've all all learned things today. All right, so to close things off, I want to present you with the obvious question. When you consider the judicial system as it exists in this movie's universe, you can't help but wonder what case this judge has to decide next. So, uh, any guesses? (laughs) Uh, Well, this was already answered, obviously, in God's Not Dead
0: 2 when God was... Declared not dead. Uh, but since that's in the future, and we're talking about this judge, I'm going to guess uh-huh. that he went with uh, whether the black maid gets to go free. Oh, that's the next one. Well, I mean, again, Brown versus the Board of Education wasn't for like seven years. So oh, Jesus
1: Christ. That's
0: true, true story. Yeah. True story. Um, maybe the case of is the clit real?
1: <laughs> I'd watch that movie. And
0: that was not discovered. Ever. Ever.
1: <laughs> the what? <laughs> and well, that's going to do it for a review of Miracle on 34th Street. That's not going to do it for the episode just yet because we still need to assure you that we're getting back to movies that are both religious and awful. So Eli, tell us what's on deck. So I figure we would start the new year with a
0: bang. <laughs> this movie is called The Message. Uh, and it is the Muslim approved movie about Muhammad. Uh it's the biography Wait. of Muhammad Wait. about Muhammad without is him it, in it. He's just off camera the whole time? They is never it have him POV? speak POV. <laughs> they, they never have him speak. <laughs> he is everyone talks to him, and his voice is represented by tinkling bells. <laughs> Fucking why? Wait, why? This is like the movie that Muslims are okay with being about Muhammad because they never show Muhammad and everyone repeats back what he says. So it'll be like, and they'll be like, wow, Muhammad, what a wise thing you just said. Yes, we should all be kind to each other. All
1: right. You totally did it. (laughs) All right. Well, with that to look forward to, we're going to bring episode 123 and this string of fucking Christmas movies to a merciful close once again a huge thanks to all the Patreon donors that help make the show go if you'd like to count yourself among their ranks you can make a per episode donation at patreon.com slash godawful and thereby earn early access to every episode you can also help us a ton by leaving us a 5 star review on iTunes and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms and if you enjoyed this show be sure to check out our sibling shows The Scathing Atheist The Skeptocrat and Citation Native available on iTunes, Stitcher and wherever else podcasts live and if you have questions comments or cinematic suggestions you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com legal services for this podcast are provided by the law offices of P Andrew Torres. Our theme song was written and performed by Ryan Slotnick of Evil's Rafts on Mars. All other music was written and performed by our audio engineer Morgan Clark and was used with permission. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Heath Enright Neil Eli Bosnick, I'm No Illusions, promising to work hard to earn another chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with the Breakfast Club close.
0: Chris Kringle and eight innocent animals were killed in a ball of fire after a court ruled that he was allowed to prove Earth was flat using a reindeer drawn rocket sled.
1: <laughs> Miracle on 34th Street went on to win three Oscars and was nominated for Best Picture, then spent 70 years in counting as a beloved classic and is currently ranked as AFI's ninth most inspiring movie of all time, Eli.
0: Christopher Walken killed Natalie Wood on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not allowed to say that. <laughs> Oh, absolutely! You do not hire a lawyer thirty oh, years there is, later. No, there is no you question that he it. murdered her on a boat. I'm not saying. I'm not saying he didn't do it. You're not allowed to say that he murdered her on a boat. He murdered her on a boat, though. All right, but it's a joke. Knock, knock. Who's there? Christopher, Christopher Walken. Walken murdered not on a boat. There? Natalie Wood. Not Natalie Wood, because she got murdered on a boat by Chris Walken. <laughs> no reasonable person would murder
1: Natalie Wood on a boat. Not how it worked at all. <laughs> Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection. from. <clears throat> I wanted a sip. I and that's, that was it. It's going to be a good one. Morgan, Eli got me a, you heard about it on the bonus stuff, but Eli got me a weed advent calendar, and now I have to record Gam.
0: And me a whiskey advent calendar. And he has to record Gam, too. And, and Andrew got me a bottle of Angels and rye.
1: And it's 4 o'clock, so that's 5 o'clock Elsewhere, and so I've been. Silent. I got up early. This is dinner. <laughs> like, I got up before ten, though. Well
0: before. um Andrew got me a really good bottle of rye. That god, it's so it's perfect wintry Christmassy goodness. Anyway, oh, I, I just had a really dark moment where I thought you were going to end that with soothing. <laughs> oh God, it's so soothing. Would that be dark? <laughs> Why would? Yeah, that's man. Not, that's it not a reasonable would. thing to say. I'm gonna need you to read some Joyce. <laughs> uh, puts the demons to sleep. Shall we record our comedy podcast? Gentlemen? No, I just I start happy. It makes me happier. Why would I not want that? <laughs> All right. And and now we show. I literally didn't understand that he's supposed to be the bad guy. <laughs> the teacher's clearly the bad guy What? Didn't get it. Didn't get it. I was like, literally, Anna was like, he's incredibly abusive. And I was like, yeah, but he's a good drummer now. And Anna was like, oh, alright, so you stay 25 feet from our kids until they're 30.
1: Alright, we, we can jump back in.
0: The goal is to make a drummer. <laughs> not to make a happy. <laughs> That's Eli's life in a nutshell right there. <laughs>
1: alright, so... The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2017. All rights reserved.